Life is such a very short journey. The Bible calls it a vapor. The man of God who penned that passage has been dead to this world for over 1900 years. Psalms 90 verse 9, we spend our years as a tale that is told. Once upon a time lived you and me. God declares these ancient words in Genesis 3.19, In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return unto the ground. For out of it wast thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. Ecclesiastes 30, verse 20, All go unto one place, all are of the dust, and all turn to dust again. From dust to dust, and it's what we do between the dust, that we will be judged for. One day very soon all will stand in judgment for what we have done between the dust. To the born again, Second Corinthians 5.10 reads, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that every one may receive the things done in his body, according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. To those who have not served Jesus Christ, Daniel 7, 9, and 10, I beheld till the thrones were cast down. And the Ancient of Days did sit, whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head like the pure wool. His throne was like the fiery flame, and his wheels as burning fire. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousands, thousands ministered unto him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The judgment was set, and the books were opened." Revelation twenty eleven through 15 And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Today, if you are not born again or are marginally committed to Christ, this is your wake-up call. To those of us who have made a covenant with God by the sacrifice of our lives unto Christ, this message is flashing red, saying, Take nothing for granted. Prepare to meet your God. If you are unsaved, please note, today is your day of salvation. Enter while the opportunity is still before you. It's time to get what's done between the dust under the blood of Christ. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Genesis chapter 2, 16 and 17, And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die." God said, Genesis three twenty two through 24, And the Lord God said, Behold, the man is become as one of us, to know good and evil. And now lest he put forth his hand, and take also of the tree of life, and eat, and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out the man, and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden cherubims, and a flaming sword, which turned every way to keep the way 
of the tree of life. God said, Romans chapter 5, verse 12, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. God said, Romans 5.21, that as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Man said, Adam's 930 years, Methuselah's 969 years, and Noah's 950 years, plus the idea of Adam and Eve's original immortality is farcical. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, where the Word of God is true and righteous altogether, every jot and every tittle. This is feature article 625 that once again certifies the perfect veracity of Holy Writ. Each feature is archived on this site in text and streaming audio for your edification and as Holy Ghost ammunition in the battle for the souls of men. Use the Tell a Friend feature above to send the God Said, Man Said message to someone you love and the iPod feature, which allows you to download nearly 190 hours of God Said, Man Said features to your iPod. Thank you for coming. God Said, Man Said speaks this blessing over you. May the face of our God shine upon you with light and truth. This is the last in the God Said, Man Said four-part series on the subject of immortality and the law of sin and death. In feature one, we discovered the complete scientific plausibility of the Bible's pronouncement that Adam and Eve were created immortal. We also discovered that the 911 average year lifespan of man prior to the global flood is fully supported by ancient history and the very idea of living a thousand years is now being fully researched and discussed in the halls of medical science. Two of the Bible's most ridiculed and maligned pronouncements, immortality and 911 average years, stands the test of time. In feature two, we find the following statement. The day that Adam and Eve ate of the forbidden fruit, they died spiritually with mortal death following years later. And the very same day they ate of the fruit, they were booted out of paradise. Biologically, they appeared the same as they were five minutes before they ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But something very spiritual and very deadly happened on the inside. Part two will begin an explanation of things that happened on the inside that began this terrible cascade of death. Whether the deadly tree had something physically harmful in its fruit is not stated, but something eternally deadly was in the deed. The passage in Genesis quoted earlier tells us that Adam and Eve were banned from eating from the tree of life, which assured their death. However, keep in mind that they still lived to over 900 years of age. Something happened on the inside. Check out the following short list of spiritual conditions now taking place on the inside that pre-sin Adam and Eve never knew. The knowledge of good and evil, guilt, shame, fear, accusatory nature, uncertainty, wrath, stress, sorrow, condemnation, regret, bitterness, slothfulness, hatred, complaining, envy, grudges, negative thoughts, lust, unforgiveness, and so on. All of these traits cause physical death. It's true that immortality was lost, but these spiritual conditions also directly shorten natural life and the quality of life. 
Adam and Eve appeared the same biologically as they were before sin, but something was happening on the inside. End of quote. Feature 3 dealt with what happened on the outside when God opened the windows of heaven in the days of Noah and poured the waters above the firmament down upon the earth. The Bible records a dramatic atmospheric Armageddon as the water canopy above the sky was rained down. When scientists modeled such an event, they predicted a pre-flood tropical atmosphere around the entire earth, even its poles, and a much longer, healthier lifespan. The model predicts that the elimination of the water canopy would result in wild temperature swings, deadly storms, deadly UV radiation, and ice age, ice caps, a dramatic reduction in the quality of air, food, and water, and a very serious shortening of life. Yes, something happened on the outside. This is part four, and immortality is is again being offered by God, and the way back is clearly defined. Consider the following paragraphs from the God Said, Man Said feature, Cherubim's Block the Way. The way back is the same way we left. There is no other way, regardless of the convoluted solutions proffered. When there was only the voice of the Creator in the Garden of Eden, it was called paradise, and Adam and Eve were immortal. They had eternal life. When the second voice spoke, Satan's voice, and when that voice was chosen over God's voice, man was ejected from paradise and died spiritually that very day. His immortality was lost, and he also soon died physically. The final events that took place before Adam and Eve's ejection were recorded in Genesis 3:22 through 24. And the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become as one of us to know good and evil. And now lest he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out the man, and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden cherubims and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. Paradise was lost in an act of unbelief and disobedience. God's word was rejected for the second voice in the garden. These cherubims, these heavyweight celestial creatures, are seen again in Exodus twenty-five seventeen through 22. And thou shalt make a mercy seat of pure gold. Two cubits and a half shall be the length thereof, and a cubit and a half the breadth thereof. And thou shalt make two cherubims of gold, of beaten work shalt thou make them in the two ends of the mercy seat. And make one cherub on the one end, and the other cherub on the other end, even of the mercy seat, shall ye make the cherubims on the two ends thereof. And the cherubims shall stretch forth their wings on high, covering the mercy seat with their wings, and their faces shall look one to another toward the mercy seat, shall the faces of the cherubims be." And thou shalt put the mercy seat above upon the ark, and in the ark thou shalt put the testimony that I shall give thee. And there I will meet with thee, and I will commune with thee from above the mercy seat, from between the two cherubims, which are upon the ark of the testimony, of all things which I will give thee in commandment unto the children of Israel. Note that they hovered over the mercy seat, where God's mercy and instructions were gained for the children of Israel. These cherubims resided in the most holy place in God's tabernacle. The high priests would enter here once a year to make special atonement for the Hebrew people. This mercy seat that the cherubims protected sat atop the Ark of the Covenant. 
The word ark in Ark of the Covenant is seen similarly earlier in the Word of God as Noah's ark and as the ark of bulrushes that the baby Moses was placed in, which floated down the river to save his life. In both instances, the ark was a housing of protection. Another way to state ark of the covenant would be protection of the contract. In the Old Testament, this contract was sealed by the blood sacrifice of a clean animal. This concept was a shadow and type of the Christ to come, who would break the back of Satan's spell by the shedding of his sinless blood and bringing repentant sinners into the new covenant or contract with God through the born-again experience. In order to gain the protection of God's contract, one must believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ and repent and turn from his sins. All of these things take place at the mercy seat. In order, then, to uh, gain the uh, mercy of God and enter back into the covenant of life and life eternally, one must believe the word of God and repent and forsake sin. It's the 180-degree principle, the principle of the opposites. Man fell from grace in the Garden of Eden through unbelief and disobedience. We were cast out of paradise and became mortal. Cherubims were posted to block our rebellious return to this place of beautiful eternal life. These cherubims are seen again, protecting the way back to paradise, hovering over the mercy seat and Ark of the Covenant, into which only the believers who have repented and forsaken sin can enter. This is the 180 principle. The way back is the same way we left. End of quote. God is once again offering immortality. Imagine a place where Jesus Christ says it's impossible to die. If you have visited the first three parts of this series, the following verses will be especially enlightening. God is getting ready to fix the problem, and it all begins with our alignment with the first voice. John 17:11. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to thee. Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. God destroys the contaminated heaven and earth and recreates. Revelation 21, 1 through 4. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. And God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. Note how God remedies the UV rays problem. And keep in mind that Jesus Christ is called the true light. Revelation 21.3 And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon, to shine in it. For the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. Revelation 22.5 And there shall be no night there, and they need no candle, neither light of the sun. For the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. We will receive new perfect bodies consider 1 Corinthians 15:51 through 55 behold i show you a mystery we shall not all sleep but we shall all be changed 
In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? We will all drink living water. Revelation seven sixteen and 17. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. Neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat. For the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them, and shall lead them unto living fountains of waters, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. We will eat again from the tree of life. Revelation 2, verse 7. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Revelation 22, 1 and 2. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the midst of the street of it, on either side of the river, was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits, and yielded her fruit every month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. At this place called paradise, sin and death are replaced with first voice righteousness, with no problems on the inside or the outside. Man began immortal, man lost immortality, Redeemed man finds immortality again. This is God's promise to the born again. If you have yet to make your move for Christ, do it now. Click on to further with Jesus before your vapor runs out. Adam and Eve's immortality and men living to nearly a thousand years of age, statements that once strained credulity, now have entered the world of scientific parlance. God said, Genesis two sixteen and 17, And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. God said, Genesis three twenty two through 24, And the Lord God said, Behold, the man is become as one of us to know good and evil. And now, lest he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever, Therefore the Lord God sent him forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out the man, and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden cherubims and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. God said, Romans 5.12, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. God said, Romans 5.21, that as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Man said, Adam's 930 years, Methuselah's 969 years, and Noah's 950 years, plus the idea of Adam and Eve's original immortality is farcical. Now you have the record.